Let's start. Hey, Episode everybody. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to episode, I don't even know, of episode Socially Samara. And I have my friends Janine and Kelly with me. Hey, y'all. I'm going to move closer to the mic so we don't do too much. I know. We crazy have to editing. move closer so that we can hear Janine. Oh, my God. So, um, can we just start with where we came from and why Janine is acting the way that she Yes. Is. So, yeah. I'm not I, wanted to start with, I wanted to start with, like, our origins, like, how we know each other and, like, the matriculation of sex. Well, first, we wanted to talk about where we came from today. <laughs> today, we had a reservation at Lemoncello. Mm-hmm. How were the drinks? Mine was okay. I had I had a moon over Manhattan, um, but it was shaken, which was weird because it's supposed to be a floater of a red wine. Um, but it did taste like a moon over Manhattan, so I wasn't really disappointed. The other girls, however, um, didn't love it. Janine, what'd you have? I don't remember what I had, but it was nasty. I had a dessert um, pear margarita, I think. And it was a lot of syrup. It's a lot of syrup, and it wasn't that great. And it was basically purple, and like, what purple pear do you know? Am I that ignorant? I don't know, but Sam, how was yours? My drink was big trash. It tasted like syrup, like from top to bottom. What was the name? What was the name that you got? I had the, um, what was it? Uh, Mezcal something. The Mezcal, yeah, something. I don't know. It was was clever, though. The name, I liked the name. It was Mezcal. mezcal, uh, I probably saw the menu. That's bad. Anyways. Mezcal, it was an animal. And then Jazz had something else and and hated it as well. Yeah, but the food was really good. Lemoncello is a really nice restaurant. Um, I had really great drinks the last time I went. And it's really upsetting that we didn't have good drinks this time. Yeah, I think it was just the bartender this time. But the mm-hmm. food was really tasty. And then we walked next door and went to Amber, Amber and had really good drink mm-hmm. had a mm-hmm. pomegranate beer sour beer and cider beers and angels envy and um <laughs> i would love to know what apartment complex that is above amber because i would be there every <laughs> every Just day move back down here <laughs> yes Just move back down here that's kind of crazy to to come he literally the guy alex said he literally took the elevator downstairs he had a salad and he had a creme brulee and was taking his ass right back upstairs no last time me and jazz had gone there was somebody who lived in the building and wanted to talk to us and then was like i'm going back upstairs bye but in new york that's how like all the like apartments are like there's a bar at the bottom the bodegas yes you have something going on at the bottom of your apartment comp or like the nicer complexes like i remember my friend lived in brooklyn and he had like a one of the nicer uprises and like every day at three 
three thirty, four o'clock, there was a happy hour where like mm-hmm. if you lived there, it was drinks for free. And I was like, Oh, this free? is lit. But mind you but mind you, a one bedroom, one bathroom apartment was like twenty seven hundred dollars. So like I better get a cocktail for free for once a week. To be honest, like what they're getting off of the storefronts downstairs is primarily profit. It's all profit. Yeah. I learned that from Rent, the musical. Thanks. Okay, so if you guys don't know the voices you're hearing right now, I forgot to introduce you guys. Um, I have my best friends, Janine and Kelly. They're sisters. And you know I love sister units because Ani and I are sisters and we have our own little segment. So I'm going to let Janine and Kelly introduce themselves and give a little spiel about themselves. So I'm Janine. I've known Samara for, oh my gosh, has it been 10 years now? I was in college when I started. Yeah, it's been close to 10 years. Uh, We bartended together. We have um, gone through (laughs) toxic relationships (laughs) together, friendships and romantic relationships. Um, We have traveled together. And uh, we went through the pandemic together. But yes, one of my very, very good best friends, Sam. Um, and yeah, now we're in a whole new era of our lives. Professional era. Professional era. Oh, I mean, I'm not even going to say that because we were professionals when we were in the nightlife. Yeah. We took it very serious and i think that's why some of the things are happening right now because people don't take it serious but we took that very serious whether it people thought that it wasn't a quote-unquote real job it was and in the that industry you can make more money than you make with a nine to five so no judgment um but just was a different time in our lives and we moved on at the proper time Mm -hmm. so yeah kelly perfect time um i came in a little bit later in the janine samara era um but my sister and i are very close so we share a lot of the same friends um i met samara in um, i have no idea actually (laughs) maybe 2018 Maybe 2018, um, but mainly I was a bartender. She was a bartender at um, Norma's, the bar that my sister um, managed. Ran. Ran. Ran, period. A to Z. More than managed. Let's not give her any low dosage. She she facilitated the whole club. She ran it, basically, because it's... Never mind. We'll talk about (laughs) it later. Um, But... Yeah, me and Samara were um, barmates. Barmates, friggin' so, peas in a pod. Yes, I could. I can't put a name on it. It's like but, if you had the perfect work companion who just got you. That's what Kelly was to me. Honestly. I feel like that, and I feel like that honestly in life. Like even if we started a business mm-hmm. separately, it was still we thrive. just kind of feel each other's voids and it's really wild Mm -hmm. it's really wild real quick though 
if I can cut in, if you can cut, if we're ever going to put a video into this, if you can cut this right here and then show you guys in the back of that car that we had in, um, oh, we went to, to DC. DC. <laughs> I had that I clip. went to I DC. I clip. And oh they were playing, playing a game. <laughs> Dick-tac-toe. D-I-C-K. Dick-tac-toe. Oh, no, D-I-C. Let's go with D-I-C. D-I-C. T-I-C. Yes, Dick-tac-toe. We were playing that game faithfully. And they were drinking <laughs> slam out of the bottle in the back seat. The bottle that we stole from the club. Yes, we started in the club I put that it under day. My I put it under my jersey. We took a bottle all of that I wore to the club. and a bottle of Jameson. Jameson and two bottles. <laughs> and two bottles in the back seat and they were doing dick tech We were doing work. We had, shots. Hit, we had to hit the cl- the bottles from the club. We were doing work for the club, so that it was, only made sense. That was hilarious. The video <laughs> footage of that but nobody really knew what it was from. Like, I feel like every time we wish each other happy birthday, we like, yeah, y'all play it. We, we also share that video, but nobody really knows, like, what the fuck we're talking about. Well, but it was Dick Tactile. Now there's a reference. <laughs> now there's a reference the, to That's a game is. that me and Sam play oh, cool. called Dick Tactile. Um, but anyways, besides that, I never really formally was introduced to Samara, to be honest. Yeah, it was kind of just like a organic, like, oh, you guys are working together tonight. Period. Figure it out. Period. Know who, who know your strengths and weaknesses, and we yeah. figured it out. Because when I was training, I just strictly trained with Lele, mm-hmm. and I worked with her. Back bar. Or I front bar or back bar, and then um, when I was training with Megan. It was the same thing. It was mm-hmm. just us two. And then I had never met you. And then they just put us on the schedule together. Yep. And then we started. But okay, you so did my know you. her from before. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, technically, yes. I knew you because I used to come into the club or whatever. But not in like a working sense yeah. or a formal. Or I, like close. I knew your yeah. name. I didn't know like. Okay, so mind you. We worked at this club called Norma Jeans in Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, yeah. Let's take it back. Yes. Let's give some context. Okay, so it was Norma Jeans in Baltimore. I started there. I know personally it was. How old were you? I had just turned 18. Like I had just crossed Delta. That's how I know because I had crossed Delta and I was like, I need income. Like I need, um, I need money where I can work during the daytime. Cause I was, I was cheering. So I had a schedule where it was more so like I only had nighttimes free. I couldn't work during the day. I couldn't do a regular job. So I was like, my friend, my, I remember this like it was my yesterday. Home, my homegirl, my homegirl Charlotte worked at Onyx in Philly, which is one of the big clubs in Philly, like yeah. strip club wise. And she was a bartender. And I was like, how are you surviving during college? Like, how are you making like at least ends meet to be able to like pay for yourself to survive through college and she was like she was working at onyx yeah and she was like i found a strip club in my city like that was less than 30 minutes away from me driving wise like i made minimum 200 dollars a night and maximum 1500 and i was like tell me everything you know so i can at least like find my nearest club and she was like shout out to whoever charlotte like she was like she was like find your nearest popping club black club at that not white club find your nearest black club that had the most foot traffic profit buzz around the city and she was like that's where you need to go because because of how you're educated because you can speak well because you look pretty she was like that's where you can make a profit and i was like but because of those things 
you could work at white, black, yeah, you Hispanic. Work, you yeah. I'm not going to lie. I start. I I tried out at, what was it, Scores? Mm-hmm. I think it was, the white club was Scores. I yeah. checked out Scores and I tried out Hustler and they were both like, um, okay, we'll call you back. And I was like, I'm not a callback person. Like, I need an immediate You got to know someone. Honestly, from being there for so long, you have to have an in. You mm-hmm. have to know someone that's going to refer you. And low-key, my in was Alicia uh-huh. to an extent because she was she gave me the okay. And, like, when I ended up long further down the story when I went to D.C., she was, like, my 100% plug when I ended up the, the mess that Norma's caused of me ended up going to D.C. But in the beginning, like, Alicia was like, oh yeah you go to morgan like it's a decent club you can work during your cheer hours this mm-hmm. that and the third and then i met um i met um who oh what is his name walt He's, walt yes oh, oh. Walt. i'm like walt. walt was my hiring manager and like from the get-go like i knew he was a good guy he wasn't like a creep like if you go to some strip clubs it's like oh these niggas are weirdos creeps like they want the the xyz what honestly gave me the feeling of like my older brother he was like oh you want a job okay this is what you have to do x y and z these are the people you need to be connected with this is what you don't do and then outside of what came the creeps but like walt in the inner side of like norma's truly gave me like a family feel where i could feel safe where i could like tell my insides and outs and things like that and i truly felt like a bond within like the norma's family yeah walt was cool he was definitely not a creep and honestly kevin was not a creep either mm-hmm. we we lucked up you guys had a cool yeah little yeah so even when we came in so i came in under anthony blount and Anthony was cool too. He was not a creep. He was the same thing. Just wanted to take the club to the next level. And then just because of ownership, you know, he moved on to something else. But, um, and I was there cause I came, I actually came from Hooters down at the mm. Harbor. When I, Anthony was there? When Anthony was there. But I, I officially got hired by oh, Walt. Walt. So I was at, I was at Hooters during like the Grand Prix when Grand Prix came I down. I Grand Prix. That was my, that was the littest. I was, I was like, was oh, Maryland girl. has money. I was like, people will come out for events. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is where I need to be for college. I was like, because I had those like odd hours, I was like, I have to find a job that's like nighttime or like late evenings. And that's where Norma's fell in. What year, what year was that specifically? Because literally that was the money those that was that was 2000 i was 2012 2012 2012 yep 2012 with the um 2011 2012 what was the race thing the grand prix the grand prix the grand prix was supposed to be here for what how many years four years it was it was here for four years yeah they moved on because yeah but yes the amount of so i i started at um the ritz cabaret Mm -hmm. on broadway so like fells point and i used to make the most money during preakness yep no yeah preak nasty (laughs) (laughs) oh my god preak nasty yeah i used to i was just like sam i was 18 working in there not even supposed to be drinking and i remember i made a thousand dollars one night and i was like hooked yeah i was like wait college i was like what dude 
I have to go to class tomorrow? Like, for what? I made a thousand dollars last night. But <laughs> as for what? I made a thousand dollars. Yeah, but as for, for as fast as it goes, as far as fast as it comes, it, as fast not, as it, it goes, goes, it goes double time. Yeah. Double time. Because you expect to make it every you night. You know you're going to make it back. Yeah. That's one of the that's one of the um negatives of the industry but um if you're smart about it you at least will put some money away from it because it's easy money man okay so since you brought up like the money aspect and we're talking about like within the entertainment business specifically like the strip club so i'm talking about fast money like understanding like when you go into that industry that you have a plan i feel personally is very Nobody goes into it with a plan. Some people do. I did. I did. But my plan got extended. I'm not going to lie. Like, I was like, I was in college. I was like, I'm not going to let this extend past, like, my graduation. And I realized, one, the connection I was making, not even, like, on some weird shit, but, like, the business connections, the informational connections I was making outside of college that... When I was at, yes, I went to Morgan and I was like, I was spending X amount of money thinking I was going to get all this information, this intellectual conversation. And a lot of my networking came from Norma's. I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of the trap niggas, dope boys, drug dealers, like they gave me more insight on the world and and business. But also businessmen. Business. Yeah. No, like. There are so many doctors that I would talk mm-hmm. to. Um, obviously, I feel like Samara's better with the dope boys. I honestly wasn't because <laughs> I'm so mean and so bitchy and my face is just mean. But um, the ones that I did talk to, even if when I told them like, you know, I don't feel comfortable. I'm really mean to guys. They're like, some people like being mm-hmm. talked to like that. You have to find the people in business that like being talked to in a very stern type of way. Like these, that's like the game that they used to kick at 7.30 over a Patron. Like, that's the information that I got. Yeah, I didn't learn much from, um, I mean, I learned some stuff from entrepreneurs we'll call them entrepreneurs (laughs) but i learned a lot from people who were in the corporate world and would come to norma's when Mm -hmm. their Mm -hmm. first comment is you don't look like you belong here you shouldn't be here always always you don't look like you belong here but honestly yes you can go into working in the adult entertainment industry with a plan but it usually doesn't last because you you get caught up with that money. Yeah, where else can mm-hmm. where, but where else can you go and where you're making more than honestly three hundred dollars plus a night cash? Oh, straight out. Straight I remember out. dancers that used to complain that oh they only made seven hundred dollars tonight, but they came in at eleven o'clock and they got off at two. So you get you literally receive more pay than a doctor did to save mm-hmm. someone's life. So it is important to have a plan of how much money you're going to put to the side. But honestly, how long you're going to be in in the adult entertainment industry mm-hmm. is just up to you and what yes. you feel like is convenient for your life because. But if that's how you're comfortable, if the pandemic, if the pandemic didn't hit, like we would all probably still 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 be there. And if that's if if whatever you're 
if your second job is that or however your hustling ends up being that and that's how you live your lifestyle that's incredible but was it a long-term place for me absolutely not because right. i can't be Staying up till up four, till four in, the in the morning and going to work by nine yeah. a.m. and 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 working a scientific based job where I'm accountable for whether my work is right or wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I think a lot of the things too are the where we were. So we were at Norma's. We were counting money at the end of the night. We were turning it in. We were trading for big bills. Like we were doing a lot of things to be there until 4 a.m. But there are some jobs that legit close down at, at 1.45. Yeah. And yeah. you it's count your drawer in the morning. And you're gone. So you're out of there. You count your money and you move on. So we had a... We were there. Like I know that I managed for some years, but everyone we didn't leave without each other so we mm -hmm. were there until four five o'clock if we were busy we were there until six in the morning we would leave yeah. when the sun Especially came birthday up. parties or I like big just, big events in the city we were definitely there till like five I six a.m this one um party we had with uh should i say you, you can say names so i don't care um rabbit and bambi they had like a Bitch. birthday party or something um, like I that had, i have footage on my snapchat from that the snapchat party. was incredible but i just took i'm 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 happy that i had wearable clothes to go to work in because we i went leave. straight to work i yeah. went straight to work they had so many ones that we had to run and they wouldn't clean like every there were hold on hold on hold on covering the floor okay so wait no 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 because i think we have to say what we mean when you say that that what because i think you know we have to just bring it back so we've worked in the club we know what it means to turn in ones mm -hmm. but we can say that and people might not understand no, what that at means the end of the night ones were covering the floor we were picking yeah them up well that's what i'm saying so them okay so this was the normal routine and what we had to do every night so ones cost money you go to the strip club you get some ones they cost money you throw ones the club had to pay to to, to ask turn for their the ones. yeah the club well the club has to ask the bank to give them ones in the money that they put in the bank so mm -hmm. it takes longer sometimes they don't always have ones you can request a certain amount of ones so when you go to a club and they ran out of ones like that's what happens is maybe the bank doesn't have it or whatever bank they work with they don't like doing that everyone doesn't like working with strip clubs uh, my father was in banking for 32 years my father was in banking for 32 years and he said that banks do not like working with strip clubs for that very reason. One, that people, when they use a credit card, they're going to dispute it. it. Yeah. yeah. If something happens, they're going to dispute it and say they were not there. And for two, the one situation. So ones are a big deal. And I just wanted to preface by saying, you know, that's the reason why we had to do the most to try to get them back from the girls at night. Okay, mind you, Janine, real quick. Janine has been a manager of a gentleman's club for over 10 years. So, like, everything she's saying is legit. There's no questioning. Like, she has been my manager. She has been multiple, multiple other establishments in Baltimore's managers of the gentleman's club. So, like, everything she's saying Take it face value and open up your open up your own strip club. Honestly, like if this was pre two thousand nineteen, and we had the team 
that we could have and have the unstoppable unstoppable type of authoritative control that she could have trust me baltimore would be back on the map with atlanta with houston when it comes to strip clubs and gentlemen's clubs yeah baltimore's still on the on the map but having a woman in charge of a gentleman's club is a different type of crowd it makes sense and i promise you from seeing men run clubs versus women run clubs and working for men who yes there is a bigger profit in having a woman run a gentleman's club who understands the women who are working Mm -hmm. who understands the tip in what women are going through letting them sometimes understand being able to communicate communication i think it's the caliber of women that come to work for a woman mm-hmm. in the adult entertainment industry industry so there are there's a caliber of women that goes to work for a man you know that may not come in there saying that they came to work here with a plan to do other things or to make a certain amount of money and that they just simply want to come and dance and entertain mm-hmm. and talk to people you know and move on where when you do go to a place where a man runs and not all men because like Samara said Walt was a great manager even um, Anthony was a great manager but sometimes you may go to a place where uh, we'll, we'll use the word creep where you know you could come in there you can say certain things and you could get a job but maybe you don't have any experience or you know we had something called um what was it called? New Talent Tuesday. Oh. New Talent Tuesday. Yeah, so we need a, a specific need a episode for that. Yeah. yeah. But but just to bring that up to say that if you go someplace where maybe a man runs adult entertainment club where they just want to hear what you have to say or maybe have some feelings that they could have a potential relationship with you in the future, you could come in with no experience. And get and hired. Yeah, you're in there with shoes from Aldo. Like, you can't <laughs> wear shoes from Aldo yes, to dance. There's, there's, a, there's a certain... This is a... There's a certain attire for a dancer that I, I think has been lost throughout the time frame because they just let anyone dance nowadays. But, like... It, a dancer to me is like the proper shoe, the proper attire, and mind you, proper outfit, the makeup, the, makeup, the hair yes. that you put time into getting ready. You have I to mean, invest street, in yourself. What streetwear is inspired by are these women? Like they make the mark for all of this fashion that's coming out. They're trying all of this ridiculous mm-hmm. shit. Like, you've never seen how many, like, a full nail rhinestone, like, full rhinestone. I don't even know how to put it. You know what I mean? But, like, a full nail of rhinestones. The platform shoe. Do you understand? I saw, the I really saw someone, fucking- someone on TikTok was talking about how this summer they're going to bring back the quote-unquote platform heel i'm like that's a dancer heel yeah like, it hasn't gone that, anywhere it hasn't but people have like put such a stigmatism around like the platform dancer stripper heel it's like yeah it's a stripper heel period I, i've seen some girls literally rock the fuck out of a stripper heel and yeah, i'm like on a regular basis or, yes do you think that anyone else besides a dancer took a colored rubber band and wrapped it around a, a platform heel that did not have a strap on it tied around and i wish we could have a reference picture and we maybe she can plug one in but you take this little 
color rubber band that the lady downstairs would make with outfits that normally you use on your thigh to or put money a in. Garter, like a garter. As a garter belt. But you take it and you put it around the heel <laughs> that does not have a strap. You make your own strap. Yeah. So then you have a heel, a versatile Innovative. heel. Innovative. Yes. Yeah. They're making whatever you need to make. Fringe. Fringe on a bathing suit. Fringe on anything. That was never a thing. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. A lot of these, sh- the streetwear fashion and even has coming from stripper fashion. Has Let's come, keep it hundred. Has come pasties. From these, these nightlife li- women and the the baby hairs and really pushing the boundaries, putting the gemstones the, the on big, the full face makeup that came from being on a stage. A hardcore, a hardcore, not a drag, but a like sleep a in hard makeup. a sleep in makeup. A picture, performance a performance makeup, makeup yes, performance makeup. a makeup that's going to that. stand out in the dark. Yep, the dark, and that's why I don't think people understand when they talk about like I'm very heavy on TikTok, and people like I'm all I'm all over TikTok, but I like stripper TikTok because they're talking <laughs> about like what's in, what's out, complaining the pros and cons. I'm just like a lot of the, not a lot, but some of the women who are in stripper talk. I'm like have never stepped foot in the working working sides of stripper TikTok. And it's like, no matter if you're a dancer, you own the club, you're a bartender, you're a bottle girl. It's like, there's a certain aspect that comes with actually working those hours and putting in that time and, and working the mentality, the mentality to, deal to deal with drunk individuals, drunk women, women Creeps. who have things that are going on outside of the club that they're in bringing the, in the club. In the club. Yes. And in the club. I'm not even going to lie. We're I therapists. Be, we are therapists. I can't be where I am today without having that working in Norma's. You cannot pay for the experience nope. that we learned and the yeah you just can't pay for that and Walt used to tell me that all the time Walt used to say if you can make it here you, you can make it anywhere. anywhere and it sounds cliche but that's some real life shit because you're, make ma- it in you're, you're dealing with women from every but aspect. not even women not even just women oh. yeah man yeah too. like you're dealing with Customers, drunk people you're addicts dunk- yeah mm-hmm. You're dealing with you're dealing with bartenders. You're dealing with dancers. You're dealing with security. You're dealing with c- customers. On you're dealing with customers' wives levels. and 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 clients. Uh, and every day, and every day, it's a different it's a different spin of the wheel. Yeah, it's never the same thing. You, yeah, yeah, one thousand percent. And on top of that, like, it's not a calm environment. <laughs> It's not a calm environment to deal with that shit. I'm screaming, your wife is about to leave you over Bodak Yellow. Like, what the (laughs) fuck? What the fuck? It was was a lot for me to deal with. Um, I came from doing liquor promo and being a promo model which literally nobody talks to you nobody gives a shit about you they're just taking like whatever off of your tray you Mm -hmm. can tell them whatever you want to tell them la 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 and i was traveling a lot and i just like wanted to chill out so janine was like i mean you know how to mix drinks because you have to mix drinks for all of these brands uh, also, I knew you wasn't gonna steal. Exactly, and the thing oh. about Norma's, the I'm thing about Norma's steal. that I was most scared of, like when I was coming in, mind you, I was maybe 
I was I was 18 for sure. I know that. I was like fresh 18. I was like, I don't know nothing about liquor. Like I was drinking vodka and Pepsi, Henny and Coke. So I was like, when I went in for my interview, my friend Charlotte was like, look as though you already have the job. So I was like, I had a cute leather skirt on, like a crop top. I was like, mind you, I had you been to and I, a crop top. I had been, she I had, gave you some had, good advice. I had she been to Norma's. I had been to Norma's once when I was already underage. I don't know how I got in, but like she she was she was working at Onyx in Philly and had like pulled. So like somehow she got me in Norma's. And this is when we had the the I'm trying to say this per, in the right way. We had the what the dancer who was um small person small person yes we had the small person dancer this one but this is when norma's had the small person dancer and i was like oh my god and i was a freshman at morgan when i went to the club and i was like oh my god this is lit and i was like oh these girls are making money and i was like i could personally i could never be a stripper but i was like there's something else in this club where i know i can fit in and make money first of all I, and I wanted to say this when we were talking about this earlier, so I'm glad we brought it back up. But I remember when you started, and this was when we were wearing... <laughs> I remember it. We had the Norma's tank top yeah, shirts. We had tank tops and hoodies, and mm-hmm. I helped in making those. Hoodies, and, hoodies. Let's just... This is, no, wait. This so is, wait. This is, this is pre-Bernie's Burgos when, when bartenders yeah, were, were wearing like the leisure. eye-catching outfits. Yeah, this was before that. And so... At leisure. Th- yes. Leggings. Leggings. Yeah, so this is why I wanted to bring this up because I had helped, you know, kind of create what we were wearing at that time when Samara started and it was the Racerback mm-hmm. <laughs> tank tops. It was the... um and that was still very forward for our area. What were they called? Like the burnout, sh- the burnout hoodies. So mm, they were like the very thin, ma- very wash. thin material, and with a number on the back that said bartender. Yep. And to be a little cheeky, I put a sixty nine on the back and <laughs> a little risque, right? To be a little uh, cheeky, oh and like God. that's what I feel like There's I put a sixty nine on, on the, the back. And we would wear leggings, and we wore sneakers, and we wore boots. You know, maybe a fishnet on a busy yeah. night. Uh, we would wear makeup. We would do our hair. But we had this the was the thing. Wait, we, no, no, no. Oh. But this was the thing about Samara when Samara came. Because we brought the corsets back after you came, sis. And I'm about to give you the whole story. Why? Samara came in there. Because when you first came to Norma's, you know, there were a set amount of girls that had their own shifts. So mm-hmm. if you wanted to work... You had to work the floor, and that's where you had to start. Samara had to start on the floor. I yep. remember I was at the back bar, and this was when nobody was wanted to waitress. work. Yep, you started as a cocktail waitress. And I was at the back bar when nobody wanted to work at the back bar. And I loved the back bar. And then once I started to love it and like make this little situation back there, then people wanted to work at the back bar. But I remember I'm when Samara you. started. I'm not going to lie. When I started was when the Ravens were in their prime so like because i went to morgan because i think i was like 
the new face in Norma's like at that time the football players were allowed to go to the strip clubs now they're I don't think they're allowed to go to strip it's, clubs in it's Baltimore too controversial. yes it's so controversial so I was so like many things happen. I was able to be like oh the back bar is v- is one VIP bar two that's where like the pricey drinks are three that's where you're not going to be most noticed if you just come in on a Tuesday Wednesday Thursday so I was like oh I'm gonna make sure I do my loops around that VIP bar and I just happened to so 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 come make friends with a few of the younger players who were on the Raven squad and I was like okay they're going to be my regulars whenever I see them I want to make sure I know their names their position their drink drink? their drink (laughs) that's the main thing the moment I see you sit the fuck down oh you want a Hennessy and Coke I got you no but I know she wanted to pause me but but to make my point, <laughs> when Samara came, we were wearing sneakers, leggings, burnout, hoodies, <laughs> tank tops. <laughs> Samara came in, she was wearing fishnets with the, what's that company that went out of, they didn't go out of American business, Apparel. American Apparel. Remember yeah. the, the fucking American shiny disco shorts. Disco shorts. The that disco come, shorts. That come up because high. My friend Charlay at Onyx, yeah. they were wearing the black disco shorts. So I was like, oh. oh I, had the black I was like, she's making shorts. money. I was like, American Apparel was literally less than a mile up the it fucking street in street. Baltimore. It was up I was like, street. I was like, let me go ahead and and drop one hundred and fifty dollars and get these shorts, these no, shirts. They were I'm way making money. Fucking less. No, they weren't. When they first came out, they no. were expensive. Yeah, they were, were expensive. They? Nope, because like, a lot of people didn't have them. Yeah, shorts. because my freshman year of college, I asked my boyfriend at the time to buy me the navy blue yeah. disco shorts because they were like fifty six dollars. I was like, I can't, I can't afford that. That's those. so funny. Yes, Samara had on the whatever. They were shiny. <laughs> they were shiny black high waist high waist I have them downstairs I still have high, mine high waist disco shorts with fishnets and she didn't have heels on but she did have the platform shoes on she had all black she always had her makeup done she would come in there and she would work that motherfucking floor when I say <laughs> work the floor and we're behind the bar like in hoodies because at this time there were a couple of wonderful people on the staff Mm -hmm. when i say wonderful people if you know you know you know you know but um there were wonderful people on the staff and we didn't have a very dressed up attire um but i came from because in that era it wasn't there wasn't a bar a bartender culture yet well it had just started literally the bernie's burgos the gracies in new york that that was like circa 2010 through 2012 yeah and maybe okay yes not the culture that is now with the custom outfits Mm -hmm. but i came from the ritz cabaret on broadway street which is a wonderful adult entertainment club and we wore corsets yeah we wore corsets every day we had different color corsets or you would you would communicate with whoever you were working with and wear that color corset yes and a skirt with maybe a a zipper up the side and fishnets and heels if you were working on the floor like there was always a culture for wonderful strip clubs and when i say that yes but there were there was a culture for black strip clubs it was very laid back when you were a bartender because you weren't competing with the dancers and we never want to compete with the dancers but in some sense you know we men, still need to stand out and make sure they know we're 
bartenders versus yeah and clients come for the bartenders basically and clients come for the strippers you come for one or the other yeah yeah so yes outfits definitely played a part and i have to say samara did play a part in us changing the outfits and starting to order corsets we had white corsets we green had cheetah corsets, corsets. cheetah corsets shout out to bex yes <laughs> yeah that was later on with you but yes before when when christine was there mm-hmm. that's we had, when we, we had, started to get different we had tie-dye corsets we had yep. cheetah corsets we had all black we had purple I remember the cheetah. and you we could wear leggings and you would wear the leggings with the corsets because we were mm-hmm. really normas really didn't have people who worked the floor so it was like if you want to come in and you really wanted to work at normas you start on the floor but eventually you would get a bartending shift mm-hmm. and that's how that's how my shift started one day one of the girls ended up not showing for their shift. And I like, I think I even spoke about this in like one of my past YouTube videos. Like I got my job basically because someone didn't show up and they were like, do you know how to bartend? I was like, I lied. I said, yes. And literally I just eyeballed whoever was behind the bar. I think it was, I want to say it may have been Layla. It was Lele Christine or maybe Laurel. No. And then there was another girl but uh-huh. I, I cannot remember her name. But she and me may have been the one who left. Yes, it was. She was my. She was my height. I can't remember her name right now. Was she white? No, she was brown skin. She was light skin though. Not Shannon. Not Lele. Because I know the white. That's what happened. The white girl left. That, no. What about the Egyptian girl that was there? Not who who was she who was, was friends with Shannon. Not Christine. It was one. Oh, you know her name. No, I don't. She was short like me and semi thick. She worked I'm at Norma's. You, I feel like you know who I'm Egyptian talking about. Girl. I don't, I don't know, know who y'all talk about. But she, it was either her or Shannon. One of them missed their shift, and one of y'all were like, "Oh, can you like fill in until they come in?" I was like, "Yeah, mind you, I only knew how to make like henny and coke and like vodka and cranberry." I'm like, "At Norma's, that's all that's people. Yeah. That's all they asked for." And I'm like, "Oh, I can get it." And I, I'm a visual learner, so I was like picking up like the drinks that people are ordering like i was looking at customers faces like okay this is what you order you've been here the past three weeks in a row you're a regular like i'm very good with faces so i was like let me smile in these niggas faces real quick show my little pretty eyes and make a rapport so when they come back next week they're like oh who's the girl with the pretty eyes because at that time honestly i think i was the only brown skin girl who's working like oh god here go this here go this honestly i think a lot of people used to say you that i didn't hire no not that you didn't hire i'm saying like it was it was christine it was shannon shannon's not my complexion christine's not my complexion shannon there in the beginning shannon was there before me okay she was there because she went to morgan that's how i knew shannon other than that it was what so is wait, her name? Walt had Shannon in there? Walt has Shannon in there. Walt has Christine. What you, Day Day. Oh, Day Day. But it yeah. was someone else. What is the other girl's name? What she other was brown girl? skin and short like me. You know who I'm talking about. I have no idea who you're talking not, about. I mean, Alicia. Not Alicia. I, I know, know but we're leaving Alicia out. Yeah, she, we're leaving, Alicia was there. Alicia was there. But it was someone else. I think her name started with a D. No she was sure. Oh my god! Oh my about. god! You know who I'm talking about. But okay, other than that crew, mind you, they were there for probably like a good two plus years solid. Like everyone knew who they were. I was definitely a new, a new face in the mix. Lele 
and Laurel. No, like Lele, I don't know Laurel, who you're talking about. Shannon, Alicia. It was one other girl. Who? She was short and brown skin like me. Oh my god! Don't I'm gonna have to pull my phone out. I don't even think Norma's has the old page anymore. It was um, not Shannon. I don't know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. I do not. Okay, think of when you had your red hair. Red hair, Janine. Yeah. Early Norma's. The the crew was Christine, Lele. You keep saying the names. It's not Shannon, helping me. <laughs> Alicia. There was one other brown girl who was short like me. No. I, I, it's not coming it's to me. It's going to come to you. I know Heather. Heather, Heather used okay, to walk, Heather was day shift. Day Heather, shift. Sometimes she worked night shift, but yeah, I have a picture with Heather with my red hair. So yes, you're bringing me all the way back to red mm-hmm. hair. <laughs> I don't know who the hell you're talking about. I think her name started with a D. It Danae. literally no, not Danae. She worked. It Hoosier. literally was Danae. probably day no. day. No, it wasn't day. It was she was brown skin and short like me. She worked at the same time when, um, when Shannon was there. When Danny was there. I think I vaguely, I'm seeing her. I don't remember her name. And I think that's why I'm not remembering her because she wasn't there that much. She wasn't there that far prior to you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I do remember she had, she had like a weave. Uh huh. Yeah. And she was brown skin. Yes. Um, yes, 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 yes. Okay. So let's move on. We've had people who couldn't even count to a hundred. (laughs) we're not going to say their names there were people that should not have been hired in norma's because they simply could not count in 20 increments there was a cheat sheet that was was taped on the register with times tables like you were in second grade i literally still use my norma's count math at the school today in life i'm like i can count 30 20s and know automatically what that is because I'm like, oh, the strip club, when I was fucking lit as hell, oh, I can count no, and make sure my and, bank was right. And that's what I always, this is so bad to say, but, like, that's what I always, like, measure my drunkenness off of, whether I can, I can count. count money. If I can mm-hmm. count money or no. That's not well, a drunk measure. You, Kelly and I have been wasted. Wasted. Big wasted. No, and but still had I our mean, bank I, right. That's not a drunk measure, but, like, what I would say was, like, if I can't count this money, at least I know I have someone on my team that can count for me and make sure shit's right. So the tip is to count up. Mm-hmm. You never subtract from what someone gives you. You just you count if, up. You yes, count you the count difference. Up. Yes, I if you if somebody gives you t- up the, no, the I get bag. no, I get what you're saying, but I'm trying to equate it to a smaller example where if somebody gives you forty dollars and the bill is thirty one, you, you count would up to count 30. up. You you count this the thirty two dollars. Even then, right. like when you're working, when you work at an establishment where there's set prices. After a while, mentally, you should have those equations in your mind. That's like, just I automatically knew if you gave me a twenty and a drink is twelve, you're getting eight dollars back. But, but also, but hold on, hold on, that, hold on, hold that's on, hold math, on, hold that's, on. That's mental memory. But okay, that's mental. Up, that's, it's, it's that simple to say: 19, twenty. Is there? It's but okay, regardless of individual counting of 
drinks and individuals change at the end of the night they used to cap they used to print out our receipts from all the entire night and let us know how much money the cash box cash drawer should have Mm -hmm. this is what we're talking about when we're talking about our bank right they they print out how much we should have made so if you made the proper change you would have all of that money in your drawer Mm -hmm. and then um we also got a certain amount of money that in the beginning exchanged oh that's okay that we know should be there at the end of the night that we got to exchange for for the ones if people wanted ones that's how much we needed there so we had to have all of that money accounted for say that's thirty two hundred dollars and then for whatever we made for the night that the receipt printed out we had to make sure it matched that we had to make sure we had all of that money if we did not have all of that money we clearly didn't do bucket wait we didn't do the math right and we had to pull it out of our Mm -hmm. bank but mind you but mind you we would we would check that amount wait 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 not even just that let's (laughs) add some more shit to it because the not, bank of thirty two hundred dollars or fifty two hundred or whatever it is. Not mentioning plus the, the niggas drinks. tabs we would keep on Wait, the side. I'm not even talking about those. <laughs> I'm talking about ladies' drinks, bitch. Ladies', ladies drinks. So that's ladies, a whole episode in itself. Ladies' drinks. We'll talk about that in a different episode. Yeah. But I'm saying, yeah, ladies' drinks. Will circle back to. we had to make sure our math was right for the thirty two hundred dollars we had in our bank mm-hmm. for to to switch out ones thirty two hundred dollars in ones and we also had to make sure we accounted for all of the money in our cash register so whatever we sold we had to make sure we had all of that money and then if we didn't we counted out our bucket of tips to make up for this money but if we're missing like a thousand dollars or something wild look that at we someone know, sideways like then so we're like yeah so did at you what time did you take a thousand dollars who did you it? who did you give a thousand dollars to and also like throughout the night we would get extra money for our that bank was, to switch out money that if was you the didn't main write thing. it, it was down like, if you get money make sure you write that down or tell somebody else money to the person yes who writes money. it down yes or even it's like okay, or don't even accept the money. You're giving me a thousand dollars. Here's the cash for the thousand dollars. Switch, switch, switch it out. I was always pro switch that shit out. Like, oh, you're about to give me two thousand dollars. Let me give you this two thousand dollars in twenties, so I don't even have to worry about it at night. I'm but some people are like, oh, okay, I'll take forty five thousand dollars. Tell and, Kelly, bitch, Kelly and Samara. Meanwhile, <laughs> are down at the bottom of the bar having, having their time. Their nineteenth <laughs> shot of Jameson <laughs> with. With X, Y, and Z, who's tipping us $400 to take a shot. To take a shot with them because we denied them since 7 p.m. While player A is accepting $2,000 and not remembering they accepted $2,000. No, it was was really crazy. But (laughs) that was the math that we were dealing with. So that's my gauge of whether I'm drunk or not, is whether or not I know amounts of money and how to count it but regardless i feel as though you and i and there are some other people i can include in this but mainly because you're here you and i we were very self-conscious when it came to enjoying um enjoying cocktails on the job Mm -hmm. and still making sure we made money for the club like we were never like oh let's just get fucked up until we can't 
cooperate. Yeah, see. until we can't see. It was like, oh no! Every time you take a drink with me, it's forty dollars. So I make sure <laughs> the bar gets money and we get our ladies' drink. It's like it was some type of something that went with it because we knew like we needed to make money at the end of the day. We're here for the money regardless, but at the same time, I knew that with Samara, we could drink with all of our customers, and get the slammed. Right. The money, the money would, be right. would be right, and so would the customer service. Like, mm-hmm. if we were slammed, Samara's still fucking pouring these drinks out and delivering them to whatever customers. If I am, I am too. Like, there's other girls that we worked with who would get emotional and fucking leave the bar and then it's like, it's you like, by yourself. You? There's other girls who would get, like, way too drunk and had no idea what they were doing mm-hmm. it, and you would be left by yourself and then you just feel fucked up because you worked all night and this and bitch got And now you have to split drunk. that money before fucking 11 o'clock with the person you worked with and it's like, they are obliterated downstairs right now crying and I'm still pouring drinks and yet I have to split I'm still pouring, money with them. I'm pouring drinks. I have to count out this entire fucking bank. Like I'm still in my outfit yeah. and this G string or whatever the fuck is up my ass so high and she's downstairs fucking crying over this nigga who hasn't even paid for his drink yet. What the fuck? I hated that. That was we my worst. Have Lele on one of these. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, that we that have Lele because Lele, uh, Lele's definition of work ethic. Like I learned a lot from Lele. Lele was one. She put her head down. She will go use the bathroom and take her max two minutes to go mm-hmm. to the bathroom. <laughs> she might even go smoke a cigarette, but she, it's going to be two it's minutes. Gonna come back and, and she's, she's going right to come back. back. Yeah, she's going to tell you or she's going to go early. She's going to prep the bar. She's going to count the money properly. Like Lele, I learned a lot from Lele. She, so I talk a lot with, um, well, Therese talks a lot to me about this. Um, at her job, she says that some people, or she can determine whether someone is a a good worker or not by the way they walk if you're walking fast i know you're about your shit Mm -hmm. if you out here dragging your feet then i know you you just like trying to pass the time and and get a paycheck (laughs) lele lele walk heavy (laughs) she and she walked heavy you know when lele was coming when i i remember when i used to be in the office i know when lele was walking past (laughs) the office i could feel her walking past lele walked walked past the office she wasn't dragging her feet she wasn't taking her time it was with a purpose yeah it was with a purpose she was going somewhere she was getting some shit figured out or she was going to the bathroom and she was trying to get her ass back Mm. behind the bar like i learned a lot from lele i have to say that much mind you norma's was like the club on the block in if you like go to baltimore city and you're like oh in what circa 2000 when did, would you say it started? 13, like, 14. No, 15. before then. Like circa 08. Oh, because before 08. I worked there, I was fucking. Yeah, like circa 08 to like circa 2000. Yeah, my little college career. 13, 14. Eight, two, what are you saying? 12. 08. Maybe before 08. I, I'm saying 08 because that's I'm when saying, I started I'm going there. It's after because I, yeah, like I when, was in town. If you think of like when the money was there, when the foot traffic, like the good times, like everything. Like, when you came because i mean prior to that yes it was money there but i started at the ritz when i was 18 mm-hmm. when i uh, may have been 1920 but i definitely 
the end of the Ritz was 20, 21. I was turning 21. And then I went to Norma's and I was bartending at Norma's for like three years. But yeah, the money was there once you started to come. Yeah. So the regular money, yes, was there. But then remember, we started to have those big parties. Yeah. We started to have Morgan homecoming there, the matching outfits. Yes. And yes, the day yeah. parties that we used to have there. But yeah, it was always a regular strip club money there. But when we started to have those parties that were staples, then that's when the money started coming. And when, um, like you said, the whole culture of the adult entertainment bartender came into play. That's when the money started to come in. Like the stage, the stage sets, all that stuff. Like when people were like, yeah. when people were coming to the strip clubs to see the bartenders. Yeah, star tenders start like Gracie, Bernice, like the New York girls kind of started that. And we were like, we saw an end and we were like, oh, we already have like a rapport with the guys who are coming to Norma's already. So why not profit on this on like a weekday, like Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays? Yeah, one thing about bars and especially strip clubs is they're regulars right they know what nights you're mm-hmm. working they're not coming on some random ass if night. you're not going to be there i remember when i started working um they were asking about you <laughs> or they were asking about megan we had a nice mix of women behind the bar like it wasn't like all light skin like it was like a a plethora for men to like be like oh is my bartender here like yeah is so-and-so here and where we, we can describe have, we didn't have set schedules per mm-hmm. se but we were there often enough for them for to, people know to know who we were so if like somebody came to the bar and was like looking for megan and her shift was at the back bar that would be later mm-hmm. and, but i remember that and niggas would just come and be like Oh, I'm here for so and so. Where is Meg? I'm like, oh, she's working in the back bar tonight. And, and they, they would, would wait. stay. They would wait they until would she stay. came. And then they would sit at the back bar all night long for Megan to bartend. And I mean, when we all rotated over there, it would mm-hmm. be the same type of clientele. And I remember when we started working together, niggas were really fucking with it. It's they toxic. they it was it was, it was like as when you had when you had certain duos behind either the front bar or the back bar. Specifically, if you had a certain duel behind the back bar, it was a money. Yeah, certain people would show up because they were like, oh, I have both my favorite girls behind the bar. Like, they pour good. They're friendly. They can keep a conversation. It's like, it's more than looking good when it comes to bartending. Like, you have to understand, like, how to hold a conversation because a lot of these niggas, like, no lie, are lonely as hell. Even if they don't want to. Ain't no poor good. Because one thing people <laughs> would say about Samara is she's going to pour you exactly oh, an ounce I and got, a half. I Samara, got, but they I got, I got complaints out the wazoo because I was, I was specifically Both pouring what I was supposed to. But at the end of the day, I knew I wasn't about to get fired. I, I knew no complaint no. was coming from me because yeah. he could never say Samara was over pouring. Like, I would more so charge you and shake my little be chest in front of your face to make you pour <laughs> and make you pay for two extra shots before I over pour because I'm like at the end of the day this is my job like you're coming here faithfully because you're standing on the corner you got x y and z coming in but like my money and my livelihood is dependent upon me coming here x y and z upon a night so I'm not going to risk that because you say oh can I go a little extra because I'm thirsty 
you got that money in your pocket bring it out and i'll pour you extra shot they would love they hated us. me they loved us i mean even if, if they wanted to talk yeah the they can talk you. oh the girls but hated the me niggas was gonna pay like you're not about to make me look like i'm broke <laughs> i'm gonna pay for this double shot yeah but the girls would be like samara I am here. I'm, I'm like, girl, I just counted out $1,600 last night. You got it. Please give me this and money. You, you tipped me $10. <laughs> um, okay, so we talked about basically like the intro to Norma's, how we all got to know each other and the good times. Um, eventually, I want to talk about like actual being nor- being in Norma's and like working because I have a um, YouTube episode about like the pros and cons and like how girls can get into this industry but like can't get I, out can't get out <laughs> yeah I feel so like now in 2023 like this isn't the industry anyone should be in because I feel like the money is not the same anymore mind you I'm not, not in that. mind you I'm not in like Houston I'm not in Atlanta so I don't know how that money is but in Maryland specifically the I feel whole like thing has died out like yeah. even Miami when King of Diamonds is gone oh really I believe so. I believe oh, King of Diamonds is gone. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know. It. I mean, I feel like we were in the hype of it when there was a hype. We were. And then COVID. But Norma's could have stayed in the... It could have been King of Diamonds, Norma's... Um, What's because the when one we were still in at Atlanta? Norma's, remember, girl, do you remember the trip to Atlanta? Remember when we were at Norma's? We had the baby. We had the, literally yeah. before COVID, like a couple Duh months baby. before COVID, COVID Duh came, baby. we had the baby. And, we, and me, nobody you, Chardonnay, knew we were like, who, it who was. the hell is the baby? And we were making like, so worry. many jokes. The, the, my homeboy told me that. But they tried to come in with all them guns and we were like, oh, he's a cornball. We were like, oh, he ain't nobody. He's come, trying to come in with like armed weapons. And me and Chardonnay, like the whole time we we're like, the baby, the baby. We we're like, you mean your little baby? baby? Little we, baby? My baby? Who knew who the baby was? Yamaguchi. Oh yeah. Yamaguchi knew who the baby was. She knew the words. She was right in front of mm-hmm. the section the whole time. And yeah. literally two weeks after that, he was like on the map. And we were like, oh that's crazy. No, one thousand percent. I baby. remember they came in now and like ski masks. They had ski masks and he, we wouldn't let them in because his his bodyguards had had guns and we were like big guns. You can't come big in here guns. with that. Not shit. even not even the small guns. Big they had guns. like semi automatics. And they were like, let us in. And I was like, who? Where do you think you are? Who? Who is Baltimore. your baby? <laughs> is it your baby? My baby? I was so, I was like, who is? Me and Charlotte and Lahona, the oh, joke was, who is had, the baby? Um, the locks. I knew who the locks was. So yeah, I'm from but PA. that was like. That was old school heads. I mean, up. how packed were we that night? I wasn't there that night, but I heard oh, of the we night. Yeah, I wasn't packed. there. I'm because they were there. normal it wasn't yeah. like these young niggas trying to show out mm-hmm. like they were just here to have a good a time. good time they weren't about to perform remember when french montana was there and oh. seven and seven streeter okay janine ah! was so pissed because she just installed those fucking couches in there and seven streeter was standing, was standing on, on them. it and she pierced them with her yes. stiletto yeah. i remember I that remember she that. was so bad Norma's had a good run. We had good people in there. We were on the map and could have stayed there. We were making a name for ourselves. Because Norma's was If the there. owners let management do what they were supposed to. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The, the name was there. We were definitely on the map. Mm-hmm. When you talk about Baltimore and if you wanted to go to the strip club. Even like there was nowhere 
until Close. Stadium came around. Mm-hmm. There was nothing in DC and that Stadium could, was still its own. Like you couldn't even touch the girls at Stadium. Yeah. Like Norma's. Oh, you could. And the have drink fun. prices at Stadium. You just there was nothing to compare with Norma's um, until you started to go down south. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, it's just coast wise and outside of New York City and like specifically like Queens and Brooklyn. Norma's was the next strip club to mm-hmm. be at. But nobody can travel from fucking. Mm-hmm. What did you say, Brooklyn? Yeah, like Brooklyn, Queens. Yeah, like nobody's traveling in one night from the two. You know, you're either staying at Norma's all fucking night, mm-hmm. or you're in Philly at Onyx, yeah, or you're in New York. Like, there's nothing else. Did you go to Onyx with us at night? We all went. Yeah. You went? Did I? She had to. No, I couldn't go because I had like a final or some shit. But I, I remember all of you guys I went. Think, I don't think I went to Onyx. Yeah, I don't think they no. had a field trip. Norma's Norma's field trips needs to be a separate episode. Yeah, we had good field trips. Our staff was like somebody family. you know went. Who? What? I don't know what we're talking about. I'm talking to Samara. <laughs> but um, butter went. We need to have a whole episode oh, about I butter. Wasn't there for that? Yeah, it was fun. We yeah, we all went as a group. Albert went. Um, was that before I was there? Y'all went Will? to Onyx? Nope. You were there. You were there, definitely there because I was working at Norma's. But I couldn't go because I had like a final Onyx. or something. You did y'all say the night? No, no, we didn't say the night. We got... Did we drive up? Are you sure yeah. I wasn't there? I feel like I was there. No, I don't... Mm, I don't remember. I don't think I was. I don't think you went. I, I don't think so. Candy went and then Butter went. Yeah, I definitely wasn't there. She was there. Definitely wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And somebody I went to went. I went to Onyx on different occasions, but I don't think it was with you guys. I feel like in general, strip club culture has changed. Absolutely. Club it's completely culture. different. Club culture, yeah. Club culture has completely changed. The even what they're charging for table service is not attainable. Yeah. So they don't have the, the club capacity yeah. or they don't have the consistency that we had when the table service was affordable. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't have to be a, a ball player. You didn't have to be a scammer mm-hmm. to get a table like we was booking birthday parties on a regular basis throughout the week. Yeah. Right? Not just weekends like throughout the week. Yeah. And they were having a good time. Like, not only are you going to spend all this money and just stun on niggas, but you're going to have a good, a good time. time. And we didn't even have food. I remember when I used to have we to tell people have we did food. not have food. And they were people so People were so flabbergasted. Pissed. Like, you don't have wings? No. They were so pissed. But you going to see this ass shaking in your face? <laughs> you going to see this pussy. You, you can't see go. this whole pussy. <laughs> you can see this whole pussy. Not mine. You not can- mine. <laughs> You can't go across the street, or actually, if you pay a certain if amount, you pay a certain I'll get amount. Ernest to go we get you some money. Or you, if I know you, I might let you eat at this fucking bar. If you tip me, I might let you eat at this bar. I will get you a breakfast sandwich, and it will be <laughs> it will be slapping. Man, we have to have. So when we listen to this next time, we then also have to have another episode dedicated specifically to runners. Runner. <laughs> Strip club runners. Uh, remember John John? Oh. John John, Scotty, and Ernest. Yes. 
Yeah, that was the runner situation. No, we're missing. We're missing someone. Who we missing? We're missing someone. Oh, remember? Um, damn, what was the young one? Damn, he was young, thin. He used to ride the bike. What? Girl, he used to ride the bike and go get people food. I was thinking of what's the name who passed away in the basement. Oh, he wasn't a runner. Ray. Ray didn't run. He, Ray ran a little. I was going to say Ray ran for me. I don't think he necessarily was a runner. He was like the, over, or the overseer. He was the overseer of yeah. the club. He would go get food for certain people. He well, wouldn't just. certain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure, bartenders, he would get food for, but not a lot of dancers. Do you guys remember? This is going to be another, another, another podcast also. The fight in the club where niggas were cracking pool sticks over their kneecaps and we had we had police tape in the club yeah i remember that um i feel like i just told somebody about that because it's a few times where we saw blood Mm, that was the one time i saw blood yes i remember that the guy had a pool stick jammed in his forearm Mm -hmm. and the police came and the ambulance was ambulance was there and we were there all night he did not want to go (laughs) fuck you he did not want to go with them because he i don't know if he maybe had a warrant or what police report yeah yeah and he tucked his arm down he walked out the club and me he made a left on baltimore street he worked he walked left on custom house and he had a left on baltimore street and he got out of there i don't know what he did with the half a pool stick that was in his arm but definitely got low and that was a huge that was a brawl that was a brawl yes i also i also remember when um the whole pretty much the whole block was shut down on baltimore street because of a fire and technically you could not drive through there and you weren't everything was supposed to be closed but we were on custom house and i remember all the girls from the other clubs was trying to come work at custom house at norma's and the the clients would park in the parking lot coming on the other side damn i cannot remember the street but there's the parking lot had two streets you can come in on custom house or the parallel street okay. which waters? i don't know what it was i think it's water maybe it was no water was um perpendicular okay. so whatever street was on the other end you could park in there and then walk to norma's we were supposed to be closed but clients used to find a way to get in Norma's. That was one thing. Norma's did not close. Norma's <laughs> never closed. If you had the money, oh, Norma stayed snowing. open. Norma's, Norma's was, was open. open. I remember the one time when Bernice Burgos came and um, it was like Bernice and someone else. And we like, literally lights came on, but we stayed open like a whole other hour past. It was more than I was an like, hour. we didn't get no money though. Yeah, they just had like one drink. Yeah. If they just wanted us to be open and Bambi kept asking me I'm like Bambi mm-hmm. uh, no I love you but no we we gotta this we all fuego, ready to go sis. home this ain't fuegos we ain't getting paid right now the and then how about the whole situation this is another episode whole situation of you were not picked go get dressed and put your mouth oh my clothes God. on they, you cannot force yourself in this section. You no, know, the girls would force them. When the lights came on and we had like someone in the club and they were like, oh, let's keep it open. And they weren't picked. Who, wait, 
who was it who fought a security guard and they like by that bathroom like it was like a brawl brawl because they didn't want to go downstairs oh they weren't fighting because of that but this is another episode we need to have episodes about the day parties and the same staff working the night party and how drunk people would be and how irritated we would be yes that's what happened that night she was (laughs) wasted he was irritated you don't know what security guards have gone through and after talking to him he said somebody spit in his face earlier that day yes and she he was asking her to go downstairs and she was hand in his face <laughs> and it was a little bit too close and then the floor was wet because the girl i said whose mm-hmm. birthday party it was that she could not do matter of fact it was frisky wet t-shirt wet t-shirt contest yes i told frisky <laughs> she could not have a wet t-shirt contest and she did it anyway and the floor was fucking wet when we were closing the club and she put his hand she put her hand in his face to say no i'm not going downstairs and he kind of walked off and she was like i'm not doing this blah, blah blah and he said something and she went to go walk over there and her heel slid and she slid all the way down to the bathroom by him and apparently he tried to hold her up by her neck she tried to hold him up she he tried to hold her up by her neck or something he said but even the girl even the dancer said no it was not that way and it, i know it looked bad because as soon as it happened all yeah. the girls were like on him on yes him. his pants was ripped his shirt was ripped like they literally jumped him it was damn bad. i forget his name um big man it was big man it was a big man oh no <laughs> <laughs> it was big man oh no yeah it was big man what was her name i know it is i, I can see her yo one of my friends who used to bartend um and she she used to be behind the bar at some club in miami like she posted like her old um like draw sheets of like all the dancers names like she she posted her old tip and she so i was like <laughs> I was like, it was like a whirlwind. I was like, God damn. I was like, we used to have like tipping. She's like, we used to have to write down every dancer's name, what time they came, and the price that was like at that specific time slot. I gotta find my. Yeah, that's that's what also what goes into your bank. I remember when I went there, Mm -hmm. and I was like, Janine, who's gonna introduce me to all of these girls? And she's like, you learned it. Yeah, it's just and gonna I was take like, time. Why? And then I asked Layla, I'm like, she like ask them what their name is, write it on the sheet. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna take time, man. Dancers drinks, that's another episode. And don't let us get started when we would get answer- when we would get dancers drinks. They would hate us. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole we have just from this intro episode because i'm gonna air quotes throw around some air quotes but just from this just from introducing this whole situation and maybe where this will go in the future this conversation it's so many episodes to build off of this and so many times we've had this conversation that it should be a book it should be Mm -hmm. something something documenting our experience Experience. from behind the bar (laughs) and when you talk about it you don't think that there's that much stuff to talk about but man you're dealing with you're dealing with 50 plus girls a night 
50 plus different personalities, not including like your actual staff, which includes security, bartenders, runners, certain customers like you know is going to be there every night. It's like it's so much that goes on behind the scenes of a club, let alone a strip club when there's money involved. And then like the customers, oh, the customers leave at 1.30. We're there until 4 o'clock in the morning. They used to be there. Yeah, certain Some certain customers, customers certain there. customers were, would rock out with us. Oh, here's another episode: customers that stayed after the club was closed, oh, and how it. they got out. <laughs> how they got out the club, dragged out, had to had get a drink to wig get out, on. had to wear a wig to get out, <laughs> <laughs> had to had to go out in disguise because somebody's waiting for you outside. One thing about Norma's. If we fucked with you and we really like had a connection with you, oh, we you You're were family good. to us. You were good. We would make sure you were in the the basement, hidden behind walls. Like you police, got out. Police. Don't matter, police. No matter who came in there, we don't know who you talk about. Ain't nobody I else did in not here see but us tonight. It was just us tonight. You know he usually here, but he don't. Talk he did to not me. come here in the past two weeks. I don't know where that nigga been. Oh, really? The car running outside. <laughs> With his driver's license in the vehicle. Oh, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> no names. No names, but... That probably so fat now. I saw him last homecoming. He was big. There's, I hit him. I, I DM'd him. He act like he don't know me. Hey, hey, what's up? Hope you well, bro. Come get on, out of here. Don't act like <laughs> you want to exchange be money. To you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think he had a baby and it's like he in did. a relationship. I yeah. think he did. Oh, also, I love how I didn't know how what half of the shit was going on when I was there. What? I didn't know half of the shit that was going on while I was there. Half of what shit? Nemo and thing on Pornhub. <laughs> She's having a mukbang. mukbang. <laughs> I'm about to say it. She's destroying the food. It's picking up all the noises. Get out of my face, then. Okay, well, what else do we want to cover? I think that's good for right now. We got a lot of stuff. Yeah, we have like a good like long tales to tell. And Basil was given a little show. Uh huh. Basil was around for some of the nonsense. Basil was in the mix. Basil did come to the club. Having a relationship and being in the club is another episode. Yeah. So I was gonna say that too. I was gonna say that that the club was not even um, healthy, beneficial to a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're gonna wrap this this specific episode of socially samara up but we're going to follow up with janine and kelly and we'll pick up again upon like the whole like being in a relationship while being in the club because we were all in that aspect at some point in time of working the club so we can give our own kind of like interjections and like opinions upon being in a relationship in the club and how it went how it worked mm-hmm. how it was dating bad. people in the club that you work with <laughs> It's it's a whole it's a whole whirlwind. You can definitely Having dive the into. people you date come to the club every night you worked. Having the bitch that you nigga dated come to the club to be spiteful. Oh my god! They really tried us. They really yeah. Tried the ones us. that they, they really cheated on you with come stand at the bar and ask you for a drink and 
you're it's supposed cool. to pretend it's cool so, for now thanks for listening to socially samara and i will make sure i circle back with you guys for another episode with kelly and janine my favorite sisters and mm. thank you for listening Bye, thanks guys. sam Bye. thanks for having us yes